Okay, so good afternoon, everybody. Good morning, everybody. Good evening, everybody. Good day, everybody. As maybe. So, yes, my name is Gloria Odebumilu of Kayomi, and I'm the host of Ascent Channel. So, today Ooh. I promised to bring somebody to talk about this fear episode, too. So, yes, the person is finally here. His name is Jojo. Like, this guy is one, you know, all these people that are deep. I want one deep boy here. Oh. <laughs> all these people that are deep. So, yes. So the person that spoke to me when I was scared about some things, you know that I said it in the podcast, the first episode, that there was a particular person that I spoke to, that spoke to me, that cleared some things. Yes, so I'm going to say it from the horse's mouth himself. So yes, Jojo, welcome to the podcast. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, everybody, as um, it is wherever and whenever you're listening to this. As she said, I am Jojo, or every other thing she said about <laughs> after that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank God. Well, thank God. Yes. So, yeah. So yes, fear. As you know, we talked about it the last no the last podcast. We talked about fear as the strongest to, sorry strongest tool of the devil that the devil actually uses. The most powerful tool of the of the devil that uses to like bring us down. That uses to make our hearts um, worry. That uses to that uses to bring us down basically so now i want to hand this session over to georgie so please please can continue sir wow. <laughs> okay um it's all well us. so um as you said fear is is one of the things that the devil uses to to take captives to take people captives but i would might want to say that the strongest weapon that the devil can use to take someone captive is his or her mind. Is his or her heart and his or her mind. And in the heart, a lot of things can be born. That is where fear is born. That's where other things such as sexual immorality and every other thing that you can think of that the devil uses to, to actually take people captive. That is where it all begins to situate. Because the Bible says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Uh, and as the man thinks it is that so is so the, the soul essence of a person's entirety starts from his heart, starts from his mouth. The soul essence of a person's entirety starts from his heart. So if that is true, then it is it is um evident that that might be what the devil might target. That might be the strongest weapon that the devil might use against believers that might be the strongest weapon that the devil might use against children of god to take us captive and one of the instruments that he uses one of the instruments that he uses in our hearts that he uses to take our minds and hearts captive is fear there's this acronym on the monica that, that um was was created for fear that time it says fear f-e-a-r false false um, evidence is appearing real false evidence is appearing real so they are evidences yet but they are not true and as they are they are appearing real so we are afraid of 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 evidences of possibilities that might happen we are afraid of some things that oh oh if if this happens oh this thing will happen this and this will occur my life will be in this they are evidences yes but are they true concerning our lives? Are they true concerning our existence? Are they true concerning the person that we are? And even if they are true, even if these things are true, fear is not what should support them. Even if these things are true, we have a support system as children of God. 
that can help us stand, that can help us um, stay, stay strong against those things. So yes, they are, they are evidences, false evidences, they appear real, they appear more than they are. And looking at this, sometimes fear, fear comes from the little things that do not even matter. Because sometimes after you've passed the fear and then you think about it again, wait, what, what was I afraid of? And ah, wait, this thing, <laughs> this was what was making me afraid. So it, it, it's, it's something that tends to play on our intelligences as children of God, even to the point of spiritual intelligence. You can say that fear clouds our judgment sometimes, fear clouds our reasoning, fear takes our attention away from from the perfection that we have in Christ. Fear takes our attention away from from the assurances that we have in the word of God, that we have in God himself. That we have in God himself. Fear takes our attention away from the assurances that we have in God himself. For example, it says, uh, and the, it's in the scripture, one of the epistles of Paul, and my God will provide all your needs according to his riches in glory to Christ Jesus. That's can be taken as a promise to a believer that can be taken as a daily declaration to the believer but a time comes when a believer needs something and then we totally our attention is totally shifted on away from that word and then fixed on that need that we have and then we begin to be afraid of oh what if i don't get this thing what if this thing happening we even tend to overthink everything self and then we think it to the to the to the to the possible worst things the worst possible thing that can ever happen so we 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 tend to shift our focus from it we tend to shift our focus from the word of god we tend to shift our focus away from things like that and in the um in the there's a program the vbs on monday the the chaplain was saying the minister was saying that we sometimes we tend to sometimes we tend to focus more on the works of the devil sometimes we tend to focus more on on the things that the devil is doing and then taking our attention away from the things that god has in plan for us so we focus more on the need and not the capability of god to provide for that need we focus more on the lack and not the capability of God to, to make provisions for that lack. We focus more on the handicap rather than the capacity of God to, to make everything perfect. So we, as, as the chaplain said, we, we, we focus more on the works of the devil than the perfectness that we have in Christ. And the perfectness that we have in Christ. And we can even liken this to, to the, the um, issue of faith. So an issue of faith that if fear is making false evidences appearing real if um we tend to focus more on the things of the devil and on the things of god could we say that it is an issue of faith and when fear comes we begin to doubt everything that exists we begin to doubt everything that is possible we even tend to forget forget the word of god in those situations so fear is uh, is an issue of it could it be that it is our faith that is inadequate when fear and anxiety and everything comes is it, can we say that it is that we we <clears throat> we need something? We know that God can provide it. We know that this or, or there's something. It might not. I think I'm um, being basic on. Um, I'm being based on need now. It might not be need. There are a lot of things that can bring anxiety. A lot of things that can bring anxiety. Yes. So when those things happen, and we know that there is provision for us in God, 
to do that. So our attention is shifted away from that. Can, can we say that it is an issue of faith that our, our faith has, has been shifted away from that? Our faith is, can we say it is, it is an inadequacy of faith that fear comes? I would say it's an inadequacy of, of faith that, that fear comes because if truly, if truly our faith is, is sound and not forgotten, if our faith is rooted <clears throat> and not forgotten, I think we should be able to counter fear when it comes. Why? Because we have provisions made available for us in Christ. We have provisions made available for us in Christ. We have provisions that has been made available by God. So fear, false evidences appearing real. False evidences appearing real. Anxiety is like a series of fear. So false evidences appearing real. So how do we counter fear? How do we counter fear? Um, there's this cycle life minister now. Um, she's a YouTuber, she's a Christian, she's a YouTuber, I came across her on Twitter, then I, um, one way or the other, I came across her YouTube page too. So she, in, in one of her, in one of her, um, YouTube videos, titled, How to, How to Battle Negative or Immoral Thoughts. Since you are saying that fear starts, and everything that the devil will use against the believer starts from the mind, starts from the seat of the heart. So, she, this video, how to battle immoral thoughts. Her name is Abele Lights, by the way. Abele Lights. So this video, how to battle negative or immoral thoughts. She was saying in it that a Christian cannot have a closed mouth. You cannot be a Christian with a closed mouth. It is not something that that should go hand in hand. You cannot be a Christian with a closed mouth. So how how does this imply? This implies that with everything that comes, anything that the devil might want to use to take us captive through our hearts. We do not use we do not use any other thing to tackle it except the word of God. So we open our mind, our, our heart, our mouth, and we confess. We open our we open our we open our mouths and we confess positivity. We open our mouths and we and we confess. Okay. So we open our mouth and then we confess. The word of God. We open so when 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 the devil wants to use these negative things through our hearts to 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 take us captive, we open our hearts and we confess the word of God. So if we cannot be a Christian and with a closed mouth. We cannot be a Christian with a closed mouth. So we open our mouth and confess the word of God. So the word of God is our is our is our sword. The word of God is our weapon in, in battling fear and every other thing that the devil might want to use against us through our minds and us. Even when when um in Ephesians, I think, when the when the um the whole armor of God was being listed, the word of God was 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 listed as the sword of the spirit. And then thereafter it's mentioned prayer. So the word of God, the sword of the spirit, that is the only offensive weapon in the battle in, in the um, armor of God. And then it's coupled with prayer. So the word of God with prayer, meaning we battle everything. We battle everything. In chapter 2, the scripture, casting down every argument or every item that exalts itself against the knowledge of any imagination that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. How do we do that? It's by the weapon that we have, and that is the word of God. So we confess the word of God. So whenever, whenever fear comes, you confess the word of God. The Bible says that, um, and it is in confession that 
I'm not really sure, I can't really remember exactly how the scripture goes. It's paraphrased, the, the, it is um, in believing to righteousness and in confession to salvation. So in confession to salvation, so it is in our confessions that we are saved. It is in our confessions that we are saved. It is our confession. It is our confessions that that that, that are the weapons. Our, our confessions are the weapons that we use to fight against fear and everything that the devil might want to bring against us. So so the devil is making us feel inadequate. The devil is making us feel that um, we we don't have this need. Or is making us feel focus more on the lack. We confess. And my God will provide all my needs according to his riches in glory through Christ Jesus. He's making, bringing anxiety. I have not been given the spirit of bondage again to fear, but the spirit of adoption through whom we cry, Abba, Father. And the spirit himself bear witness with our spirit, our children of God. And if children, then yes, we confess the word of God. If you are, if you are really children and heirs of, 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 of God, and we are not bastards, the spirit of fear is not us. So we cast it out. It wants to creep in into our hearts and minds. We cast it out out through the word of God and in prayer. We confess with our mouths to our own salvation. We confess the word of God with our mouths to our own salvation. We have been given the spirit of power and of love and of a sound mind. I have not been given the spirit of fear. The scripture says, I have not been given the spirit of fear, but the spirit of power, of love, and of a sound mind. And that is as a virtue of our sonship to God. And so if then heirs, if we are truly sons and not bastards, the spirit of fear should have no place in us. Fear and every everything, every deception of the devil that the devil wants to bring to us should have no place in us. Why? Because we are children of God. And that is should that should be our reality. We confess it daily. We confess it daily. I've been crucified with Christ. No longer I will live. Nevertheless, I live. Never nevertheless I live. Yes, not I, but Christ that lives in me. The life of Christ is in us. And the life of Christ cows out fear. If God is love, and, and, and he gave Christ to us as, as a virtue of his love. If Christ is the, uh, is, is the symbol and the evidence of, of love through ultimate sacrifice, the Bible says that perfect love casts out fear. So if we have the life of Christ in us, if we have Christ in us, the son of light, the son of him who is called love, if you have that in us, then fear should not occur. And if and the times that we tend to have these evidences of fear in us, we cast it out and we battle it with the word of God. Because you know they are not real, they are not our reality. No, they are not our reality. They are not our reality. We battle them with the word of God and and um, we get victorious through the confessions. It's confessions to salvation. And quickly before before um, something just dropped, sometimes fear might come as a result of something that we something just dropped in my mind to say. Sometimes fear might come as a result of of this one for someone. Fear might drop as a result of something you have not done, which you are supposed to have done, as a result of a responsibility that you have not carried out, and then the fear of failure is coming. Yes, it's true. Fear is not your portion at that moment, but casting it out is the right way. But actually. You still have a responsibility to carry out. You still have a responsibility to carry out. So fear is coming because you've not done something which you should have done. And then the fear of failure, the fear of something falling out, of something not falling in place is coming. Yes, fear is not your portion, but you also have a responsibility to carry out. So do the work you have to do while it is day. For night is coming when no man shall walk. Before it is too late, when uh, when you, you, you will look back and say, had you known? should have done something better so i'll be the call of god to you right 
whatever you have to do, do it. Whatever you have to do, do it. Fear is not your portion. Do not inflict fear on yourself through your inadequacies. And I pray that the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. So let's be reminded that we have the Spirit of God living in us. If truly we have been saved, we have received and we have received the life of Christ. We have the Spirit of God dwelling in us. And the Spirit is not the Spirit of fear. The Spirit of power, of love, and of a sound mind. We have the Spirit of God living on the inside of us. And through confessions, we, we, we live to salvation. Confessions to salvation. Believing to righteousness and confessing to salvation. So we confess the Word of God. We confess our reality daily. And we live it. I pray that the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Amen. Yes. So, a very big thank you to Georgia for coming to speak to us. And we pray, sorry, we hope that when next we invite you, you you come. My goodness, grace. So, yes, we've um, listened to um, to his own part of, um, to his own perspective. We've listened to God through him. We listened to fear. We listened to what fear actually means, what fear actually entails. We listened to the horse's mouth. We listened from the horse's mouth. English, English. So I ask that God removes every form of fear, every spirit of fear from our hearts in the name of Jesus. And that God gives us a clean heart. God gives us a heart that is free of worries in the name of Jesus. So let's pray. Our Lord and our God, we thank you for life. We thank you for today. We thank you for counting all the words among the living. Father, be the exalted Lord in the name of Jesus. But is there anything that we've committed that is injuring our prayers from being answered? We ask that you forgive us in the name of Jesus. But we ask, we ask God that remove every spirit of fear from our lives in the name of Jesus. But during the times that we want to doubt, we ask that remind us that you are with us in the name of Jesus. Amen. And that fear will not take over us in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray for God. We ask that you continue to strengthen him in the name of Jesus. Amen. We ask that you continue to make him a blessing to, generation, in, to generations in the name of Jesus. Amen. Father, we ask, we commit this year into your hands. We ask that you take control in the name of Jesus. Amen. Father, we ask that, ne- that the next time we shall come here, we ask that we shall be full of testimonies in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for answering our prayers. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you guys for listening. See you next week. Bye. Bye.